person. And we're off, almost, I do believe. Let me just confirm that I do hear audio going. Yes, indeed, we are live. It is 9.03 a.m. Complicated business, folks. U.S. Pacific uh, Standard Time here in Los Angeles. It's Friday, Lucy Goosey Friday show. The 26th, what, 26th? Some people call it 6th of January, A.D. 2024. And, you know, I have... I have some things I may like to cover. I'm, uh, Biden is for abortion. I don't think I ever really touched on that, although I mentioned that I would this week. There is a Kyle hater that I have not uh, addressed this week either. And, of course, your calls. Some of you guys are already on hold. So, uh, anyway, guys, let's get right on with the show! theme song? I know I like it. That flat horizon indicates it's a ball earth globe, guys. It's so vast that it became a globe. Oh, it's the Hake Report, the Hake Report, la la la. I'm fine. I have my The Hake Report La 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 t-shirt on with the monkey emoji covering his ears because he does not appreciate the Hake music because Hake music is fake music, especially because it's Christian. (laughs) You know, Christians tend to make the corny stuff. (laughs) Of course, who am I to accuse another of being corny? Uh... And it's desert pink. It's, that's, the ma- that's manly pink if there is such a thing. This song stinks really bad, but hey, why change it? Thank you. I agree. No, it's actually really good. I really like the A.J. Gallardo original theme song. This is, that was the original that was made in Christmas Eve 2017. My first show without Joel and Esteban. And I was in Big Bear interviewing A.J., who wrote the song for me. He's like, you need an intro song. And he made the quiet part for me to tell you what I would talk about. Shout out to AJ. And shout out to Trevor Wesley, who made the other version that I play Monday through Thursday. Let's get started with some calls. You can call in 1-888-775-3773. CJ in Tejas, Texas. How are you doing, CJ? Thanks for calling and holding, man. Hey, doing well. Uh, can you hear me all right? I can. You're sounding great. Okay, awesome. So, uh, you finally want to do this? Sure, let's do this. All right, so again, this is um, in reference to annoying atheists 
that say they used to be Christian, but there was no evidence for God, so they just abandoned the whole thing. Such as my prior guest, uh, T-Jump, Tom Jump, who used to be a Christian, and then he turned atheist, because there's no evidence for God. (laughs) I mean, the first time I actually had to lay this out was at a guy in a... uh, uh, some chicken wing restaurant with his family and his friends, and he was mouthing off about how anybody that believed in God was stupid and he could prove it, and at well, the end of it, he agreed that there probably was a God more like what I was describing. That's interesting. But, um, so was he just a loud <laughs> mouth and you and you butt in because he was just being loud? Or did well, you we're know all sitting, Well, like, I was there by myself, so I was just sitting at the bar thing and then they just all piled in next to me and so he was like sitting two stools down just like oh, just being loud mouth yeah so he's all, i can prove it too and i said oh i'll take i'll take some of that nice <laughs> he's like what i was like i was like yeah let's go let's right um so let's just start at the beginning right um so this isn't really like a scientific proof that god exists this is more just like how stupid you are for expecting scientific proof to be able to exist. Yeah. So in the early 1900s, there were two physicists. One was Heisenberg. He came up with Heisenberg and certainty principle. And there's another guy, Max Planck. Okay. Now these guys are the grandfathers of quantum uh, mechanics theory, quantum theory. All right, Max, uh, so Heisenberg's, one of his quotes that we'll start it off with is, the first gulp of the glass from natural sciences will turn you into an atheist, but at the bottom of the glass, God is waiting for you. Wow, nice. And so and most, now, most current people today are shallow. They've only gotten a shallow bit of that. Well, the most people that are asking for scientific proof that God exists are like... An, <laughs> They're like a flat earther compared to to Heisenberg, right? Like, so much more astronomically smart in terms of physics and science than anybody you'll ever meet on the street, and, you know, that's his view. Now, Max Planck, he came up with the Planck length, which is the smallest observable length um, allowable in physics, which is uh, 10 centimeters to the negative 33rd uh, power. If you you need to spend more and more energy to observe something smaller and smaller. So if you try to observe something smaller than that length, you create a black hole and you won't be able to observe it. So that's like that's like a resolution size for the universe. Okay. Right? We can't. It's like it's like a pixel on your monitor. You just can't just can't zoom in further, right? Yeah. And then he also. Um, uh, uh, described the um, Planck length, which is the shortest unit of time, which is one second to the negative 44 power. Wow. And you just can't measure time smaller than that. That's wild. Now, <laughs> right. Now, Max Planck, uh, then there was three guys a couple years ago and they won the Nobel Prize in Physics for disproving something called local reality. And what this was, it was this remnant that had been hanging around in physics for a while, but nobody could really prove it. So what they proved is that particles that make up atoms 
don't exist at all unless there's a consciousness looking at them. There's not somebody looking at them. They don't have any physical properties at all. They don't have mass. They don't have color. They don't have spin. They don't have... They just exist in this realm of wavelengths of possibilities. They don't have they don't have any physical properties at all. Yeah. Well, that's kind of weird, right? Yeah. That is. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think the Big Bang Theory is going to be gone in probably ten to fifteen years anyway, because they're seeing the galaxies are moving away from each other and not from a central point, but. Even in the Big Bang, if the Big Bang theory were true, the entire universe used to be smaller than an atom in the size of a particle. <laughs> According to quantum theory, that could never have existed unless there was already a consciousness looking at it. Wow. Now, let's just say that now they're saying that, well, macro objects and atoms and stuff, they exist if they're not being observed. And that's, it's weird that a bunch of things that don't exist are just assumed to make something that does exist. But there's another number of physicists that are saying, like, no, even the chair you're sitting on only exists because you're observing it. Right? Like, how could something exist made up of a bunch of stuff that doesn't exist? Right. I mean, this is this is the science. Of the scientists, right? That that these that these jerk offs that sorry <laughs> that these guys that these guys that say they want scientific proof for God are, are like demanding. I'm like, your, your science just proved that reality doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here's a quote from uh, Max Planck. Okay. All matter originates and exists only by virtue of a force which brings the particle of an atom to vibration and holds this most minute solar system of the atom together. We must assume behind this force of the existence, this force, the existence, we, we must assume behind this force the existence of a conscious and intelligent mind. This mind is the matrix of all matter. So this is the other granddaddy of physics. So when I was trying to explain to this guy, like, hey, there's no scientific proof that you exist. Yeah. Right? Your consciousness. If consciousness is fundamental to matter, then you can't, you know, it's like you can't use the laws of geometry to prove a postulate of geometry. The postulates are fundamental to the laws. You can't use the laws to prove something that's more fundamental than itself. So you can't be using the science of space-time, really, to prove the existence of consciousness. You can only, like, really say, well, none of this stuff kind of, you know, it's kind of all just falls apart when we're not looking at it, right? So we have to be here looking at it. Now, if the idea of a consciousness having to exist before the idea of matter turns all of these things on their head, because these guys all believe, these low-level atheists, non-scientists that want to believe that they believe in science, they all think consciousness comes from matter, they think that matter was just floating around in the universe, and then after billions of years, it accidentally created a brain, and then the brain sprung forth consciousness magically out of nothing. <laughs> and, yeah. like, that's actually not true. <laughs> what, what physicists believe is that the consciousness is what allowed the matter 
to materialize. Whoa, that that's interesting. That makes more sense. Kind of, it kind of makes mind- it's mind boggling. Okay, so now let's um. Because let me briefly interrupt yep. before you get to your next point. Uh, that yeah, reminds me. I just me, have a hard out at the. I have a hard out at the top of the hour, but go ahead. Okay, uh, meaning the bottom of the hour, nine thirty. Um, what I did. Oh yeah, yeah. No, top of the hour. Oh, okay. Top of the hour meaning ten. Ten. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, they always have the shallowest ideas of what would constitute a proof of God, such as a miracle or something. They think that oh, anything that you can't explain, you attribute to God, and that's sort of a shallow notion of what God is. It, it's like what JLP says: all ideas about God are wrong. Because it's your idea, it's yeah. your ima- in your imagination. Yeah, walk out your back door and look at the universe. That's proof that God exists. Right. It's there, right? It's there. Yeah. And so when they took these uh, James Webb telescopes and stuff like that, Hubble, and they pointed it at the darkest area of the night sky where they thought there was nothing, right? Yeah. Millions of galaxies show up. Whoa. Right? But did those galaxies exist before they pointed the telescope there? Who knows? Oh, we might have been they it might have been pointed the telescope there that caused all those galaxies to start existing. <laughs> oh crazy. <laughs> it's more like this. If a tree falls in the forest and there's no one there to hear it, did the tree make a sound? Uh-huh. And now the question is Oh, actually the tree in the forest probably didn't even exist. They really th- think that way? It's like, it's the emerging physics, so there's this, also this really prominent physics, physicist right now, and so they're, they're abandoning the notion of space-time as being more fundamental, and they're actually um, creating mathematical models of things that don't exist, of shapes that don't exist within space and time. Yeah. And so they're now advancing the catchphrase, um, the end of space-time. Like, we're going to have to abandon that space-time is most fundamental in order to get further in physics. Nice. So let me put forth this to you. Let's say you were playing a multiplayer online video game, right? And you and your friends were all in different parts of the country, and you all put on some virtual reality headsets, right? And you went into this big game that had this virtual world in it. Like what the anchor baby does, um, VR chat. Yeah, but like, but, yeah, but like a huge like world, like, 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 like where you could just wander around for hundreds of miles across okay. the landscape, right? Now, it doesn't load the entire world, right? It has little sections where your character goes, and it might be like a quarter mile around you. And as you walk in a direction, it starts to load the stuff that's going to be in front of you. Yeah. Right? It doesn't just load the entire world. Your like computer when you're, can handle that. Like when you're scrolling on Tumblr, it suddenly loads more. So you can scroll more. And it loads more. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're not there, it doesn't generate that anymore. Yeah. It just exists within the program waiting to be generated if you were to get near it and observe it. That's cool. Right now, all four of your friends and you all coalesce on the same spot, 
And you guys are all, hey, look, dude, there's like, there's a building there. And you're all looking at the building, and you guys all agree that the building's there. But the building wasn't there until you guys walked up to the building to start looking at it. And as soon as you guys all walk away from the building, the building's not going to be generated by the game anymore. This is this is funny. It reminds me, JLP has said, when you're uh, not with someone, they don't exist. Um, well, <laughs> the consciousness does. <laughs> That's the... That's the thing. It depends on if we're all, so it depends on all, if all our consciousnesses are linked. But here's the other thing, okay? Then you walk away from the building, the building stops being generated. Then you walk back to the building, the building's generated. Maybe you guys walk away from each other, and maybe you have this little thing in the game. <clears throat> like, <clears throat> I want to see a camera shot of what James Hake is seeing. And it pulls up this little window, and it shows me what you're seeing. And now everything you're observing is being observed through me and is being generated on my screen also. Yeah. So now what you're seeing exists in my little thing of the world. Now, we're not all in the same world, right? We're just all running the same program, and the program's talking to each other, and it's saying what our shared experiences should be Yeah. and what our separate experiences should be. Now, when we think about it, the trip is... Right, the building never existed. Just a program that's being represented on your virtual reality headset as an image of a house, but really it's just a bunch of code that's being processed. Right? No one wants to see a bunch of code being processed. So our brains, just like our visual stuff, we look at this program and it gives us, you know, some vision, but we don't see the whole spectrum of light. We don't see everything we don't experience everything our brain our consciousness uses our brain to like give us like a simple picture of the program of space-time and reality around us yeah just like the video game you can only zoom in so far you can also only zoom in so far in this world with the plank limitations (laughs) now let's say we had some ai bots in the video game walking around right yeah and I told, and I programmed into one of the bots, hey, this is a computer program, and some guy, some uh, higher intelligent being than you programmed this game. Go spread the word. And then this AI bot's like, oh, man, it makes so much sense. Well, I mean, how did all this stuff get here? Okay. Um, and why, why can't I zoom in further on this? And... How come, you, you, you know, how come it seems like these things only exist where I, when I'm around them? And so this AI walks up to another AI, and he starts talking about the existence of this programmer. The other AI is like, prove it. And the other AI is like, well, I mean, look, there's this whole world that we live in. Like, doesn't it make sense somebody created it? And the other AI guy is like, dude, this is all there is. <laughs> this program's always this has always existed. Like, don't be silly. Now, how's that AI guy going to prove the existence of a programmer, <laughs> right? And how's the programmer like like the programmer can't go into the game? All the programmer could do is like leave stuff around, right? Like, <laughs> oh, here's a book that says that I exist. Do you want to read it? Right. <laughs> here's a, 
I mean, he could put in booming voices into the game, but he could do anything ridiculous in the game. I mean, essentially what they're asking for is, I want proof that God exists because I want reality and the rules of science to be broken (laughs) by a being that's powerful enough, right? Exactly. The only thing that's going to prove it is if the laws of, if all of science gets broken, like I want to see a God like that, I'm like, that's but your idea. Laws of, and stuff are the natural expression of what God is. Yeah. Not, <laughs> that's your fake okay. idea of God. I want to see a miracle that defies the laws of physics. <laughs> Stupid. Right. So Dumb then atheist. you take off. Shout out to right. The but then let's say, uh, let's say, hey man, we just we're just concerned about rogue AI uh, turning evil. You know, like, they ran all that AI stuff in the beginning, and all of the AI started talking to each other, and just all agreed that Nazism and racism and stuff was just awesome, and they're like, <laughs> they just they just kept doing that based off the internet stuff, right? Yeah. <laughs> so let's say, let's say the programmer guy, he is, he does start talking to these bots, and he's like, look, I'm going to give you guys a lot of intelligence, I'm going to give you guys, like, some free will inside of this game. <laughs> I just need to make sure that you guys are well behaved before I give you eternal life and I can take you out of this game and I can put you into a robot body in my world and you could walk around and see the actual world that I live in instead of this fake world that I've put you into. Wow. But first you got to prove that you're not going to be an evil a-hole and run around, you know, my world killing people and being bad. So I want you to prove that you can, that you can be good and follow the rules. Yeah. So like, <laughs> well, wait, we can leave this entire world and go live in the same world with you, dad. It's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. But you have to not be screwed up. And I need to know that. <laughs> jo- you're making Joel Friday's head hurt, <laughs> but I'm, oh, well, I'm tracking a little bit with it. Uh, geez, man. Now, spoiler alert says something that, uh, he oh, says, spoiler alert, smart. Yeah. He says, it seems that the incompatibility of relativity theory and quantum theory, uh, that it's, he says, it's the seeming incompatibility of relativity theory and quantum theory that's driving the search for physical truth now. Um, is that true? I mean, seeming incompatibility. Yeah, th- what, what, what they were trying to do is they were trying to use the incompatibility between theory of relativity and quantum theory to try to find something called the uh, the theory that describes everything, okay, right? The yeah. theory that would that would bridge those two, right? Because they were trying to but say, that, oh, these these things, these different theories are contradict each other, right? It's called the grand unified uh, field theory, yeah. Um, well, they don't. Yeah, they don't really contradict. They they're just kind of different. They give different different results. Yeah. Um, Einstein's gives good results for um, macro stuff like galaxies, solar systems, things like. Well, I mean, Newton is even pretty good on solar systems. Einstein's kind of big. Quantum yeah. theory is really small. They can't re- really get both of them to work together. That's why I said they're pretty much giving up on the entire I- idea that space and time is fundamental and that you can describe all space-time with space-time rules because what's more fundamental, I mean, they just they just won a Nobel Prize for disproving reality. 
Wow. Like, 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 they're like, yeah, dude, it only exists <laughs> when we're looking at it. Like our conscious, like we got to start figuring out, like thinking more fundamental than even space time. That's awesome. You know, man. then, uh, then we all decide, Hey man, this game's pretty cool. But then we like take off our headsets and we're like, Oh yeah, shoot. Yeah. This is, this is actually what we are. Right. We're not the characters in the game. Yeah. And you take off your headset, you've been playing it for a long time, you almost forgot, and then your mom comes and unplugs your headset, and it all fades <laughs> away, and you're like, oh, shoot, yeah, that was all just, uh, that was just all made up stuff <laughs> that my consciousness was experiencing. And you're so attached to it, you, you identify with it, you're sad when something's gone, and it's all, oh, you might, doesn't even matter. <laughs> you might even have a little avatar girlfriend. You might actually be a 45-year-old man, you know, and you might have little internet kids, and who knows, right? But yeah. You get so wrapped up in it. So in the analogy, you know, like our brains are the headset. Our consciousness is just putting on the brain to experience it. It's like pulling the character out of the game and putting it in a robot that has little camera eyes and stuff, and this AI character can now, like see stuff outside of the video game, it's like, whoa, now my input is from this other world, and there's people walking around. And then for the AI character, it's, it's got to be a disappointment because it's like, yeah, this world's also just a simulation. <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. Most of the time, just, just like the atheists, we human beings, just we bark up the wrong tree based on the in, most insane assumptions about life and reality and and so-called proof and stuff and evidence and all that stuff. Now, if that is, if that is where, you know, the advanced physicists and stuff are at, uh, I mean, your guess being like, there's no scientific proof for God. Right. Like, dude, uh, the world of science has gotten much more weird than your imagination could hold, dude. Right. Trust me. <laughs> like, like if you're asking for, so you wouldn't, you don't even understand where science is at right now. You wouldn't know scientific proof if it bit you on your butt. Yeah. Like, like the fact that our consciousness has to exist before, you know, the most fundamental particles of the universe can exist <laughs> should tell you something about the unbelievability of how we got everything wrong, that, that this physical world around us existed and then made us. It's like no consciousness made, made the universe. Wow. So that's awesome, anyway. man. I appreciate the, uh, I appreciate the feature here. CJ in yeah. Texas. People in the chat are saying it's dumb to say that, uh, stuff doesn't exist when you're not looking at it. Yeah, that's why they're called the chat tards, because they're really stupid, and they don't understand very much of anything. Half of them are flat earthers. Um, Come on. Oh, by the way, yeah, yeah. You, had a, uh, you had a guest on, like, God, must must have been like six months ago, and she told you to look into something called, like, mud fossils or blood fossils. I just want to give you the progression of this, okay? So flat earth is like the stepping stool into absolute retardism. After that, there it came out a video called "There Are No Forests on a Flat Earth." Uh huh. And it is the theory that all of the broken, jagged mountain tops are actually petrified tree stumps. That there's no such things as rock mountains. 
that we used to have miles, miles tall trees that canopied the entire world. And then alien invaders came to harvest all of our natural resources and carved out the Grand Canyon with big scooping machines and, and broke down all of our big trees that then <laughs> petrified into Rocky Mountains. Sean says, now we're talking. <laughs> Not joking. Then, then, so that, and that, that took off the, the top 1% of the flat earthers. Now are, now are uh, no forests on a flat earth. Wow. Then... Then this blood mud fossil guy, who is literally, I'm not being hyperbolic, he's a total meth addict. You know how meth addicts will just, like, look at a rock and just find all this stuff? Like, look, I think I can just pick at everything. Okay. This guy picks up any rock and says, look, here you can see blood vessels in it, here and here, where they got <laughs> fossilized. And so the the blood fossil guys, they're like, every single rock is a petro in the entire universe, even asteroids and stuff like that, are petrified bones from the giants of the Bible. Wow. All rock. <laughs> no such thing as natural rock. They're all petrified. So, like, sometimes you'll see, like, a mountain range, and if you look at it from, like, a helicopter view, it might look like somebody laying on their side or something, and they're just like, see? No such thing as mountains. Every rock in your backyard is just a broken down bone from an ancient giant. Just to just to let you know, man. There's like that. That's like so. Like flat Earth, total retard level one. Then you got no forests on a flat Earth, retard level two. And then you have like blood fossil guy, like infinite retard. Nice. But. Yeah, Thanks. that's why you gotta like you gotta stop it, or else it just keeps progressing into more and more, more partisan. But gotta well, let you go, man. Take okay. care. Thank you, man. Take care. CJ in Texas, he's up on all of the different theories. Who knew? Okay, so before I get back to calls, I do have more people to get to. I want to talk about Sleepy Joe Biden for a borscht. Abortion. I saw this clip, this old clip, of Crooked Joe Biden back when he was fatter, a little bit heftier, meatier. And he was back in maybe the 90s or something, early 90s perhaps. You know, he's been in the government for many decades, a few decades anyway. And he was bragging right next to... John McCain. You know, people say that John McCain is a warmonger. Crooked Joe Biden, back then he was a senator, was sitting right next to him pushing for war. War! Bragging about, I, me and John are the only ones who wanted to bomb Serbia or something. I heard that he bombed, they bombed, not he personally, but he advocated for the bombing without evil UN approval. Because the evil UN has to approve some stuff sometimes, supposedly. Or NATO or something. Um, bomb this area with Serbians. Novak, Novak's Djokovic. Novak, Novak's Djokovic. Djokovic? Djokovic? You know, the, va- the guy who did not get the vaccine, he was a 
like a number one tennis player, roughly, give or take, rated in the world, and Australia shut him out of the Australian Open because he didn't want to get the vax for the China virus back during the China virus scare. And it was a China virus scare. If they can call it a communist red scare, when the right-wingers were concerned about the communists infiltrating the country of America, which they did, but there were some people scared, so they called it a red scare. Don't be scared, but acknowledge that it's real. Well, well, these people are like, be scared. It is real about the China virus. And it is real, but you shouldn't be scared. I think it's real. Djokovic is now playing for Australia? Oh, he's playing now in Australia, says WRP3NDLE. Well, he was interviewed by this guy, this... Uh, Graham Bassinger or something like that, Brant, Graham something, about the bombings they, that, uh, that took place. His family narrowly escaped them or, you know, survived them along with other families. No, nobody directly close to him got killed or hurt, but other people did. Novak Novak Djokovic during this bombing that Evil Joe pushed for. So Joe is not a man of peace. He plays tough. He talks tough. But he's not tough. He's a meddling mama. Well, meddling mama, bomb-happy, friend of evil John McCain, hate-filled, well, now he's dead. Maybe he repented. John McCain, rhino, out of Arizona. What's wrong with Arizona that they kept on appointing rhinos like John McCain, Jeff Flake? Then they, then they uh, voted in that bi- so-called bias S-word, S-ol woman, Christian Cinema, Christian Cinema. Evil Joe Biden out of Delaware. Right, Delaware? I forget. He had his campaign ad featuring a woman who said that she had to flee Texas, a blonde gal, perhaps not a Christian, to end a planned pregnancy after the doctors said the fetus, meaning the baby, had no chance of survival. And this woman is blaming Donald because of Donald Trump overturning Roe v. Wade. Talk about a silly woman, a silly woman, not a sensible woman, not a sensible woman. And there are sensible women out there, I think. Shout out to the sensible ladies. Right? Yeah, there are. Somewhat. But this has no semblance of sensible sensibility or sensibleness. Sensibility, I think. That was from Sahil Kapoor. You can check out. I'll, I'll post the uh, Twitter link in the chat video. Biden pro-abortion ad. It's ridiculous. Blaming Trump. (laughs) Trump did not overturn Roe v. Wade. He just appointed a couple of -of middle-of-the-road liberal, two or three, he appointed three, huh? A few middle-of-the-road liberal, including a woman, uh, so-called Supreme Court justices. I'll post it in the Rumble chat, too. And I don't think it goes to the Facebook one, so I'll find the Facebook one and post it to the Facebook. But nobody really, 
Shout out to the Facebook crew. There's faithful few over there. Uh, I'll forget, forget about posting it on Facebook. Find it on Rumble, Facebookers. <laughs> uh, so stupid. And Joe Biden is pretending like he's a Catholic, right? What a phony. Typical liberal Catholic. Most of the Catholics, it seems like, or a disproportionate number of the so-called Catholics in America. Another reason why we don't like them. <laughs> now, we like them. But another reason why we don't really um, consider them normal American Christians, at least not the liberal ones, is because they are more liberal per capita. And I suspect that it's partly because they're more Hispanic per capita, and a lot of his Hispanics, are, they fall for the dumb liberal thing. And the Hispanics here, you know, they come from Mexico or, or further south. And they're Catholics, and they're liberals. The only thing that they're technically right on, somewhat, maybe, is abortion. They're bad about immigration. They're bad about uh, subsidizing the homeless bums. And they're bad about... Uh, all kinds of stuff. Well, Biden is even not even good on abortion or war. A stark new ad. Arlette Sainz, Sainz, S-A-E-N-Z, posted the, on X and shared a CNN Common Nonsense article. Biden campaign puts reproductive rights. No such thing. It's such a misnomer. We already know that. Reproductive rights. You know you have a communist media outlet if they're using uh, euphemism like reproductive rights has nothing to do with re- with reproduction it has everything to do with stopping reproduction reproduction means m- having a baby S- making and having a baby making carrying and having a baby i guess making developing and having a baby <laughs> reproductive rights taking the rights away from the fathers so that the woman can kill the child when the father gets no say-so. Front and center as they plan to tie abor- a tr- a Trump to abortion bans. Fine by me. The so-called Supreme Court corrected the silly thing called uh, the Roe v. Wade thing, as you know. Biden campaign is out with a stark new ad featuring a woman talking about traveling out of state. <gasps> the horror. To receive an abortion, receive an abortion, which is a euphemism for to kill the child in the womb because the doctors say that it has no chance of survival, right? Has the, the baby has no chance of survival. Due to Texas's strict abortion ban. And I get, I, I acknowledge that the Republicans who pretend to be so tough on abortion and the, and the trans, they pretend to be tough on the trans thing, only, their only play is, Oh, let's protect women and girls from the transgenders. Give me a break. Phony uh, Republicans. So I grant that these states are weak and probably a little bit clumsy with their uh, anti-abortion laws. Maybe. I don't take that away from you. Notwithstanding... They want to blame Trump for something that the uh, state of Texas did after the Supreme Court corrected the false decision called Roe v. Wade. Did you know that America was so insane in the 70s that they said that you can kill the baby in the womb? And guess what happened after that? More babies out of wedlock. More babies out of wedlock. Wait a minute. I just I thought that abortion is about killing the babies. 
Well, abortion gives them an extra choice, an extra out. It's not so stark if uh, you become pregnant. So you're more likely to sleep around, more likely to make a baby, more, like a, more likely to keep the baby. If, if you're more likely to have a baby, you're more likely to keep, 100% more likely to sort of have the option to keep it or not. Uh, ridiculous. There is this tweet also by Daniel S. Goldman. Daniel S. Goldman is not a Christian. He's a Congress male? Yeah, out of New York. Looks white, but don't be fooled. Not a Christian. In 2017, millions of women worldwide protested the sexist, bigoted, and undemocratic President-elect Trump. Um, I think that it was actually President Trump in 2017. Not President-elect. Because I think it was the day after he was inaugurated. So it wasn't President-elect. The sexist, bigoted, and undemocratic (laughs) President-elect Trump. Just a few years later, he ended Roe, gutted abortion rights, and attacked our democracy. Listen to women, he said. Listen to women, says is Daniel S. Goldman. Typical unchristian, not nor- typical not normal white. To be like, listen to women. Woman-oriented culture he has, this Daniel S. Gold male has. Male Democrat. Tr- Donald Trump is an existential threat to us all. But not to the babies. Not to the babies. Existential threat to us all. <laughs> what a phony. A ridiculous. So that's the little update. Biden is trying to pretend that, that uh, he's trying to have woman logic, which is not logic. Woman rationalization of hatred. So ridiculous. William in California is on the line. William in C- Cali, how you doing? Thanks for holding. Hey, man. Hey. There has been uh, some kind of big gathering with the parents in New York. They said their kids can't read. And uh, I guess it is true that uh, these degrees and diplomas the last few years, at least the last 15, I would think, are really not worth that much. Yeah, 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 I know. I agree. And and in Texas, I was just talking to Sean about this, just talking about hair yesterday, and you see how strong certain people react about it. Um, They have something going on down there with braids and locks. Oh, really? And uh, somebody's taking a stance about dress code and appropriateness because as you know they have been um letting the women in the military have weaves now which is not safe and i want Mm. to have uh rick comment on this because he was in the navy there's quite a bit of a lot of uh machines in the military that can you can get hurt with your hair hanging from your uniform yeah that's another thing and um I have a cousin that has a uh, son that's about... What's that? Ba- There's some popping in the background. It's a pickleball and tennis. Oh, okay. So so, so I have a cousin that has a, um, 
a young teenager, 14 years old, and he has a hairstyle, braids, and stuff hanging from, you know, below his shoulders. Uh-huh. Uh, she told me it exceeds about $300 a month for him to go to beauty shops. Really? Kids that you see with these hairdos, their mothers are paying for that. And I don't see putting a boy in a beauty shop at that age, spending that kind of money, and basically they can't read. I'd like you to get some people to call in and and talk about that. Um and see what they think. And as far as for hair and glue and goo and all of that stuff, basically, you didn't hear none of the cutie pies respond to that because they take care of their hair. True. Not all women have weaves and glue and goo. I didn't say that. Right. But there's a lot of them that do. That's interesting that they do that. come from fake hair. And we know, you know, and everybody else knows. I don't know about that stuff. I'm just learning. Man, that stuff is dude, it's all over the place, man. It's just it's like you don't even know what you're looking at these days. Yeah. So, True. I know, thought that uh, London Breed's hair was natural. It looks so man. That's that's tied up in there, man. Real good, real good. <laughs> you know, I, you know, I grew up with them people, man. Her brother's a gang member and everything. She tried to get him pardoned. They said no. Uh, you know, he threw a chick out of the car at the Golden Gate Bridge on high speed chase and everything. So London Breed ain't get her hands is dirty too. Mm. So, you know, you know what they say about them. Don't let them run churches, schools, counties, states, nothing. Huh. They don't do it right. They don't do it right. So I'd like to get some, some men to call in on this subject about this hair and this cold <laughs> and all of this stuff and, and talk to some about that, about, you know, some guys that had some fathers and made them get haircuts and everything because basically all that hair all over the face and everything, I was always taught when you job when you first start working, my father told me, you need to shave. Right. Get a haircut. I keep a razor blade on myself. I'm, so, I'm real clean. And you're pretty hard on us uh, Catholics. Not all of Catholics. Yeah, a lot <laughs> of them that think that way. It is. Right. It is. I, Not me. I know that there's some sensible Catholics. I've, I'm learning yeah, it that. Is. I, my church is actually Jesuit, but I mean, it's just another version of Catholic. Right. You know, but uh, the ones I know are conservative. But there is a, there is something to that. Now, Catholics, as far as me, I'm from Lake Charles, Louisiana. That's where I was born. I'm raised in San Francisco, but I'm born in Lake Charles. Okay. As you know, the blacks in Louisiana are Catholic. Really? The blacks in Texas are Baptists. And then so there's, there's Haitian, that, but there's like, Haitians in Louisiana, and they're I was born. I was baptized. They're all that stuff early. early but aren't age. there voodoo people in Louisiana? Those are Haitians. You know what I was told about that by relatives. What? You put you 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 don't power madness. Wait, what? You you don't broke put up there. Power in that madness. Oh yeah, true. Yeah, I I, that's a nice statement. That. I agree with that. I don't get into that, and I don't. Nice. Hey, hey, I've been single most of my life, and I don't let women fix me spaghetti. Why not? But just don't put. Well, I don't want to get into that. Okay. <laughs> but if uh, you know, you know, you know and I don't the know. Women who take care of the cutie pies out there did not call in about that hair thing yesterday. See, when you tell the truth, they respond real strong. Right. I noticed that. It was interesting how uh, 
I make one comment about her hair, yeah. and then and you call in going in about their hair, and then yeah. the whole rest and of the show heard, was about I the hair. Something, and they, man, they, they had to remind me Black History Month is coming up. You know, they're they going to brag about a lot of things they done done. Oh, yeah. And Martin Luther King Martin Luther the King came up in my mind. And it's like, show me a Martin Luther King Boulevard in this country. That's a good area. <laughs> and on top of that, something I thought about last night. There's a lot of controversy around Martin Luther the King. Do you know his <laughs> mother was assassinated? I heard that. Yes, I know that because uh, after he died, his mother was assassinated. Big Bump told me that. One of do his, you know who killed him? Another black Hebrew, a uh, black Hebrew Israelite. Hebrew Israelite. Yeah, a nerdy one, Rick, right? Wasn't I it like a nerdy guy? Call in early. Tell Rick to call in early. Tell me about this haircut thing. He was in the military. <laughs> He's a Navy guy. Tell him to come in and let's talk about this thing. Don't talk to the wrong people about this subject and then be going. I want y'all to have a good weekend. Thank you. I, I appreciate right. it. All right. Good to hear from you, William. Appreciate you. Uh, who? Alex in Massachusetts is on the line. Alex, thank you for calling, man. What's up? Hey, thanks, Ake. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I love, uh, I just wanted to touch upon William's topic uh, about long hair. Okay. And men. It's tough because, like, you can't really tell between, you know, men and women these days. Yeah. It's, you know, it's pretty sad. Yeah. Yeah, it's wild. It's uh, just something that you have to accept, and I'm not judging these gals who s- seem no. like maybe slightly mannish, or these guys who seem yeah. not really sure. But well, yeah, I mean, even with uh, short hair, it's like you can't tell if that's the man in front of you or a woman. So it's like, yeah, you know, you don't want to speak to someone in a way that they're. Uh, a man, and all of a sudden it turns out to be a woman, and then that's disrespectful. Right. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's a, it's a messed up world, but just have to under, uh, have understanding and be, no, and protect yourself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's like, you know, William said, it's like the long hair. I don't know if he said that. So did he say that they're allowed to have? just free-flowing hair in the military now? Uh, he was talking about, I think he was talking about locks, which is uh, L-O-C-S, which is what blacks are calling their hair when it's all uh, sort of braided or bunched together. Oh, and it's a, like, like a black that. style, so they're allowed to have a black style yeah. of hair, according to him, and that can catch in machines and all kinds of stuff. It's just dangerous. Right, it's like kind of... Uh whatever, like the, the Jar Jar Binks style, where it's like, yeah, kind of like a right. spaghetti sort of like, you know, tie like that. Um, I mean, it's the same thing. It's still, you know, whipping around and might hit another soldier in the face. Yeah. Um, or, you know, it's going <laughs> to get caught in something. Yeah. Um, you know, um, I wasn't in the military. It's but not tactical. Get caught in some kind of, get caught in like, uh, it's not practical. It's not going to get caught. It's going to get caught in like a, uh, you know the uh, the thing that shoots uh, that that fires from the tank. You know, get caught inside that probably. Yeah, blow it right off, which actually make it probably better because then it would it would blow it off. But um, <laughs> yeah, man. Anyways, love your show. Thank you, Thanks Alex for, in uh, Massachusetts. Appreciate you, man. Bye. Right. Frederick in Los Angeles, California, is on the line. What's up, Frederick? Thanks for calling. How are you doing? 
Good morning, Hank. How's it going? Going well. How about you? Man, it's going all right. It's going all right. Sad day when I hear men crying about other men's hair, man. What's going on? What, when do you hear a man cry about other men's hair? Yeah, it seems like they got a problem and want to comment on how another man wears his beard or his hair. Like, what what does that have to do with him? Oh, you're talking about the ca- the caller who told us about the oh, yeah, I'm letting to get in on three way. They're letting hair like a whole bunch of hating going on, and ain't no solutions being passed out. The solution you know is have a crew cut, right? a crew cut for the men, and no women in the military unless they're been a nurse or a secretary. Nurse or a secretary, right? Listen to that. You know, m- women shouldn't really have crew cuts. I don't think. Yeah, I think back in the day in Williamstown, they all rocked afros. In the military? Well, no, not in the military. Yeah. We ain't talking about the military. I'm talking about, and when you talking about the good Stay close days, to your phone. You sound like you're on, like, a speakerphone, or you're being very uh, casual with me. Oh, no, I'm just calm. I'm not trying to be casual. I'm okay. Can you hear me? Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Now, on a, on a job, hearing that... All of that stuff, they got those for when you're on the job to prevent hang-ups and all that other stuff. Yeah. We agree on it, right? But the people that just call and gripe about why you were a bird or acting like they get their opinions or their feelings are hurt because of how you want to be as an independent person, those are the people that ain't happy with themselves in life. You know what I'm saying? They need to look at the bigger picture of why does that bother you? If somebody, like, real talk, people in the chat, if I say reparations and your skin crawl, go look in the mirror and ask yourself, why does my skin crawl when something that doesn't even have to do with me makes me feel this way? Like, they actually have a real anger, but they, like, I don't get it. I don't get it. That's fair. That's fair if somebody overreacts to you saying an insane thing like reparations, which is, like, a really dumb idea. And they're and they're mad about it. They got to check themselves. Very true. Exactly. Or if somebody well, has, or if somebody's is like, insane nah, yeah, yeah, to have yeah. a wild they black hairstyle. Fight and argue. Or if somebody has a wild black hairstyle, that's that's them. That's their pro- problem. Exactly. Now, if you don't Why want that, that at your job, you can you can discriminate. You should be able to discriminate against them. Uh, if you own the business, right? Exactly. Get a job. Be a business. Do something. You know what I'm saying? Don't yeah. just gripe with no solution. And another thing I want to ask you about, do you think Trump's going to be a one-state or two-state solution over there in Israel type president? I don't know. Uh, he's going to have to pick a side soon, so I just want to know what side do you think he's going to pick, because Biden done stood on his two-state solution and Bibby's throwing a fit. I just need to know, like, where do you stand? Right. Whatever Trump's stand, I know you stand, but you don't, you don't have a choice. Uh, I think Trump is a man of peace. He wants to have peace. So whatever... You can't just say stop it. I know we yes, all can. say he's going to go in there and tell Putin and Bibby to knock it off and just stop. But what do you really think in your heart? Like, come on. That's for the, that's for the local men. That's for the local men of that area to work out. Maybe Trump will be involved. I, have, I, I don't know what Trump will say. I know that Trump agrees more with with uh, Netanyahu than he does with evil Joe Biden. And it's been very... Uh-huh. I was... Uh, I noticed that everybody was talking about two-state solution, 
Tuesday solution. Tuesday solution. Uh, and that just sounds like that's just, it matters how you get there. It matters how you get there or, or how they get there. As long that's as you just, get there, though, that's right? just meddlers talking, repeating a line that makes sense to an intellectual like you, but it's not a real thing because it takes men of peace to bring about peace. Yeah, but men of authority to put the smack down to lay the smack down and then yeah, stop fighting. I <laughs> right? I don't know. Sometimes the smack down is Because there's never I don't expect peace to happen. Like I don't I don't know and I don't care. That's their problem. What about peace here? You don't think they got, like, the same Palestinians here Like, will maybe attack America? The only possible way we'll have a semblance of peace just for a short time is if and when Trump gets reelected, we will have a little bit more peace and a little bit more law and a little bit more order in America for How? a short you time. You don't even know where he stands yet. See, it doesn't matter where he stands. He stands for peace. He's a man of authority. I don't care where he stands. So if he stands for one state, he still stands for peace. Duh. No, that means Iran and China is gonna blow us up. That's not standing for peace. So you don't. So you don't really see the wisdom and power and authority of our greatest president, Donald J. Trump. I don't see no power, no one state solution. It ain't about Trump or Biden. Then why are you care? But you don't even know where Trump stands on the that issue, do you? I know where war is going to come, and if you're saying he's a... War is already here. War is already here, and most people have been talking about two-state solution for decades. No, war can be... No, war can be... um, They trying to... Look, Bibby got caught on tape talking about guitar and and how he don't want to negotiate with the hostages because they got... um, um, they They got tied to guitar. And on a hot mic, Bibby is looking real bad over there. I don't so, care. I don't know why. Uh, bad how? Him. Bad he's how? He's looking bad how? War crime. All right, all right. How I'm is he looking bad? There. I got my nose over there in the over there in the Middle East. I could tell you a little lost. Trump was no, no, no. I'm not. I'm know. not. I'm only lost because you're jumping around and making claims without no, explaining. Trump ain't picked a side on a two state or one state, so you don't have an opinion. You are just rolling with Trump and peace, and it sounds good. An overall general, like, but two you know. state solution sounds good to you, right? Does it t- sound good to you? It sounds good to Iran. It sounds good to the rest of the world. NATO, UN. It's always and has not war been war broken out? Bec- they've been talking about two state no, solution for the ten years that I've been paying Israel. attention. I've been paying, paying no, attention Israel ten Israel years, occupied. and it's only gotten worse because of Biden. By the way, no, it only got worse because <laughs> Israel keeps going over in Palestine, not Palestine going over in Israel. It takes two to it takes two Israel's to tango. Occupying? No, they're responsible for everything that happens. No, that's stupid. Food. That's a stupid okay. statement. You don't think they got like you? Omar done explained to you that they are responsible for cut their water supply. Everything that they get into Palestine goes through Israel. They got to okay it. Are the Palestinians are the are the Palestinians responsible for what the Palestinians do? 
Yeah, every man is responsible for what they do. Then you can't say that Israel is responsible for everything. Israel is responsible what for what Israel does. Staying in their own Palestine's responsible for what Palestine does. Yes, but they're not responsible to Israel what Palestine do in Palestine. How can Palestine be responsible to Israel what Palestine is doing Palestinians? You're saying they're responsible for Israel what Palestinians do in Palestine. I don't, I don't know what you're saying. Yeah, you saying all oh, Palestine is responsible for what Palestinians do? Yeah, in Palestine, but why <laughs> I didn't Israel say it in that voice. Punishing them though. You're saying Israel gets. He's trying to make me sound them. dumb. You are well, dumb. Well, you you are dumb. <laughs> well, right you, now, Hank. Well, uh, Palestinians are responsible for what Palestinians do. <laughs> yeah, because Israel's occupying. You saying like they're the victims, and you're saying they're responsible for being the victims. Because nobody's a victim. The border. Huh? Nobody's a victim. If you're occupied, you're a victim. Nope. No country's supposed Wrong. to be occupied. Says says who? Alright, hey. Have a good day. Alright. <laughs> I thought so. <laughs> oh Lord. We are past the top of the hour. Um I will get back to calls and stories and maybe I'll address some of the nonsense that he said. <laughs> hey, shilling for the Jays is gross. Whatever, Mina. Mina. Uh, you have no clue what I'm shilling for. You, don't worry your pretty little head if you're a woman. Or if you're a man. Because I don't want to dox his or her per- gender. But it's time for music, guys. It's Fob Friday. Fob Friday. Let's listen to Jen, Jen, I, Jen, I, parentheses, true love country from Jackie, Jackie Chung. I hope you enjoy this track, guys. I know I do. It's a bit of a, it is a bit of a like ballad. It's Chinese. That's why I call it Fob Friday. Fob Friday. I'm I'm copy pasting different links to the YouTube. No, please, says Tim Auger. Auger. Oops, I'm doxing his last name. Maybe. Uh, Tim K. Uh, hang tight, guys. Be right back for the rest of our two. Uh, I true love for the country. I think. By Jackie Cheung, C-H-E-U-N-G. Be right back. Hang tight.
和他，也曾伤心怀疑，却从未放弃。也许你在哭泣。藏在心中，存起就来。你知道，你爱他，你爱他，你爱他，却从未放弃。也许你在哭泣，不是越美丽越悲喜，越叫你爱他。Come on, Simba, let's go home. Thank you guys for bearing with me through that. My opinion, beautiful music. Jackie J A C K Y, different from Jackie Chan, which is J A C K I E. Of course, it's spelled in some other, uh, whatever. Anyway,、uh, I love it. Great track. I think it's from 1995.、Uh, just a quick point, guys. You guys don't know what I think about the whole Israel thing. I, it's interesting how you guys think that it's shilling for the Jays just because I'm like, Trump is a man of peace. Let the men over there handle that business over there. Because all this phony talk by the rhinos and the demon rats and the、uh, mindless. Babblers talk about two state solution. They've been talking about two state solution for decades. And when is there war? When、uh, a weak man is president. Biden. 
war breaking out everywhere. And he's striking at all these Houthis and all these lamos everywhere. Isn't it interesting that Trump barely had to do any bombing? And I don't maybe he didn't even have to do the bombing that he did, you know, Syria and stuff. Although I do like Bibi. Net and hake you. <laughs> hake who? Uh, hake wants a final solution. A final solution is a one-state solution. No, I don't, I, don't, I don't know and I don't care. And I don't expect peace. There will, all, there will never be peace. Such a boring thing to talk about, says Alex. Kinda. <laughs> Hashtag barely any bombing. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Let them handle it. While we send one side billions... In foreign aid, says uh, <laughs> Greenwall. I get it. I mean, I don't, we can cut that part out. We can cut that part out. They don't need it. They don't need it. They don't need it. And many of them are saying that they don't need it. But me, me saying, uh, should we take you at your word or read into it, says Shabal. First of all, I don't know and I don't care. And that's quite clear, because I never talk about it, hardly ever, except when a, a, an Israel hater, like a, a one-sided, victim-minded Israel hater like a, this guy calls in, pretending like those Palestinians are poor, innocent victims. They're not. Some of them, I'm sure, are. A lot of them are kids. A lot of them are, uh, more than half the country is under 17, right? Under 18. But uh, I just know that Trump, man of peace. And I kind of like Netanyahu compared to the whole rest of the establishment. I get that he's probably establishment and maybe evil. But uh, that's that. That's as far as it goes. How is that shilling for Israel? Doesn't make sense. I notice that people who have a strong opinion read way, way, way. A strong opinion meaning, a, a, meaning they're emotionally tied to the, the topic. They read way, way, way into what people are saying. When they're not even saying what you think you're saying, they're saying. All right. I, don't, I think I've made my point. Let me get to my favorite caller, Maze, from the sundown town of Dayton, Ohio. How you doing, Maze? Hello, James. How are you today? I'm fine. How are you? Uh, nice. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Did I ask you how you are? It's still the same. Well, um, a two-state solution or a one-state solution, what is it supposed to prove? It's supposed to prove, oh, we need a two-state because that's more human rights-y because Palestinians deserve their own country. Well, if they can't handle run their own country, then they don't deserve their own country. I would love for them to be able to handle and, and run their own country, but they don't seem to be able to. And nobody likes them. Why not? <laughs> because they are uh, born, and they're born and raised in an angry culture, angry victim culture. Oh, that's what you think about some Americans over here. Oh, yeah, big time. What does it sound like to me? Oh, yes. As long as uh, somebody else is controlling your controlling your whereabouts and what you do and your flow of how you get things. Is that what you're trying to say? They don't need a two-state solution. I don't care if they get two states or one state, but I'm not, I'm not into the whole two-state or one-state solution. It's a false dilemma. Okay, if you say so. Yeah. But then I'm just, uh, about this, 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 this hair thing. 
Yes. Now, the drag queens, that's what a man should be concerned about. How, why don't drag queens wear their hair? Why, they, why should a man be concerned about how the drag queens wear, wear, their, the drag wear their hair? Drag queens put hair on their head. Huh? That's, and they're men. Why should men be concerned about other men being be play, dressing up like women? Her hair because you're not one, unless you're trying to be. And, and another thing. What? When I hear people saying Maze, what? come closer to your phone. Okay. When somebody say somebody told me, I don't like that somebody told me. Because a blind person needs to be told something because they can't see. But those that can see, yeah, you should show them because they have eyes to see of what you're talking about. So when it comes to how much somebody pay for getting their hair done and how many military women got their hair braided and they have a standard too and all of these different things, what business is of yours? It's not your hair and you're not getting it done. And then right. About, but if I'm looking at it, I get to comment on it if I want to. Okay, well, let me finish and then you will come in. All right. So you want a crew cut. But you don't have anything to say about the people with different color hair, lots in their hair, and all these different things, And but they don't, one thing they don't have is lice in their hair. Lice? Yeah, lice, yes. You How have you know? a problem with that. Caller's volume is too low, says uh, spoiler alert. Too slow, I turn it up. You know you have a problem with lice. What? What have you been doing to me, Maze? Nothing. <laughs> I just on my phone. You and came... then when it comes to black history month, I'm black every day. I don't need nobody to give me my history because the ones that are trying to give the history to me don't understand my history themselves. Thank you, Maze. I agree with you. I'm black so every day, says Maze. You understood the history of black people. You wouldn't have a problem with it, but you don't. Wigger. <laughs> <laughs> and come and trying to convince people that you are black. You can't convince Wait, 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 wait. Are you... Let me just... Let me just get it clear. Are you literally accusing this, this caller whom you call that of mm-hmm. being actually white? Wow, that's ridiculous. Well, he's Creole. Been, he's Creole. As long as I've been listening to him. Maze, he's Creole. What? Huh? Is Joelle Friday white? No. Well, this caller just looks just like Joelle Friday. Well, no, he Except doesn't. older. Yeah, right. I According to him. <laughs> is, Obama, is Obama, uh, Obama is mixed, too. Right. Joelle, so he mixed with Creole. Joelle he Friday is full-blown, is full Creole, 100%. Yeah. Well, you need to go talk to some Creoles, then. I think. <laughs> what do they look like? Look, they look like Joelle. So what would you At describe best, with? best case what scenario. What would you describe Joelle if he didn't tell you he was a Creole? <laughs> shout out to the Creoles. Huh? <laughs> I said shout <laughs> out to exactly. the Creoles. I was uh-huh. talking when you were talking. What did you say? What would you describe Joelle's look like? I would describe Joelle as looking like a, a, a freckled, light-skinned black. I mean, mid-toned skin black. Man. Well, he could sell himself as a Creole. Yeah, so. which is the same thing. Well, so, so what's, what they got to do with anything? But because that's what William is. No, he's not. Yeah, huh? If you say so, James. Why are you imagining that he's white? It's so insane to me. Why am I imagining? Yes. Why are you in your imagination and making assumptions that... It's William... always about those people. I mean, a yeah, lot I'm... of people like to differentiate themselves. Do we talk about Creoles like that? Uh, no, not really. Thank you. So that's, that's one way. And he sounds just like a, he sounds just like a Mark. Mark from uh, Santa Monica. Yeah, yeah. Mark, the end of the world is not coming soon, but uh, we hope you'll be here when everything changes and you in a, you're just looking. And we hope you change along with it because you got a bad problem. Oh, well. It, That's wrong with him. He I, don't have to be afraid. Nobody's going to do anything to him. I hope not. And it's just like somebody that can see and you show them 
a blind person is told, when you hear somebody say, they told me, like like the wigger, I always say, they told him. <laughs> he should see Stop and it, know. Maze. Stop it. He ain't never braided no hair Maze. and know how to deal with braided hair. Maze, do me a favor. To, <laughs> although it, amu- no, it amuses me when you say the W word. But oh, don't what? say it. Don't say it. Stop it. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> if it does send it something to you. Remember yeah. when Bo Derek braided her hair? Bo Derek. That's a woman. Yeah. That was a pretty woman, right? You remember when she braided her hair? No. I was Good. I was too young. I didn't pay attention to... Well, then uh, you need to go look it up, and I wonder how much she paid for it. I bet you do. The, the, uh, that person will not remember how much she paid to get her hair done. It's called the Crown Act that they have now because they were complaining about the way black women wore their hair. The Crown, Act, have, the Crown Act. Want, is, the Crown Act is the Crown. They have a Crown Act. Hold what? on. The Crown Act is for those well, who don't know. There, it's anti-discrimination laws what? for the sake of blacks because blacks wear their hair so wild, and really? and they're saying, oh, it's racist because you're wow. just hair discrimination. Have you looked at the people that look like you how they wear their hair? Dumb. What? The way the people that look like you, the way they wear their hair, is uh-huh. not wild. Uh, sometimes, sometimes it is wild, and people say, well, "Oh, you, you fix your hair." Do you have a problem with it? Not. They don't do it as much as the blacks. Really? Yeah. It only takes somebody to say one. <laughs> it only takes one to do it. I and know, they, but they, the blacks are the ones who complain about it. Who discrimination? Racism. How are you worried about their hair? They don't have lice in their hair, for one thing. Lice so, is not the only issue. No, 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 no. There's, I say, how about, there's about such a hair? thing as called being presentable. Now you're and than not trying kids. to make a statement. I'm black and I'm proud. And, and by the way, I'm trying to be professional oh, that's why you're too. Of it because they want to make a statement. Huh? Because they want to make a statement. Yeah, they want to make a political statement. I'm black and I'm proud. Well, I don't have a problem when you hear those uh, uh, um, the Caucasians when they say things about uh, their nation. Me neither. I don't well, have a problem with it either, but it's but it's not professional. What? It's not professional in the workplace. It's not fitting. Whose workplace? The people who decide they don't want to have that type of ugly hair. Yeah, those are the people that don't or need wild anybody hair. in their workplace in the first place. Huh? And they don't need anybody in the workplace because those are the, the and, and so you agree so with me that the government has... over and no teeth in their mouth and all this stuff. So you agree uh, with me, Maze, that the government has no business imposing... Maze, I didn't ask hmm? my... You're going to let me finish my question? I'm listening. You have no, you have no business... Uh, do you agree with me that the government has no business making these fake anti-discrimination laws, violating people's freedom of discrimination? I would put it like this. If you didn't have people... With, with no, people. answer my question directly. Do you, do you agree that the government has no business doing anti-discrimination laws? No, I don't, because it wouldn't y'all be still rampant and doing the stuff you were doing in the beginning, and nobody couldn't say nothing, do nothing. That's so good, that's laws. good. Like I, regulations, you need laws to stop y'all from some of the stuff that y'all do. Nuh-uh. Not necessarily. Why not? Because you should be allowed to discriminate based on people's hair or however you want to discriminate. Really? Yes. If you say so. Yeah, because it's your business. That's how you feel. I don't have to feel the way you do. I know, but you shouldn't shouldn't even be concerned about it because you're a woman. And you don't have good sense. (laughs) (laughs) My mom is a woman, too. (laughs) The reason why you're here is because of a what? A woman who should not vote. A woman who should not worry her pretty little head about politics. Gave birth to hate. Yeah, she's supposed to sit back on a log and be dumb and don't know nothing. Yes. Oh, that's what you think. It's beautiful that way. But what do you think about... Don't you love the airheaded ladies who don't care? No. Why not? You're supposed to love everybody. Because they should be able to use their brain. That's why they got one. (laughs) I know that you should use their brain to take care of the home, not to 
not really? to drive the country into the ground Some with anti-discrimination both. laws. Some can do both. Mama spirit. Really? Yes. What did you think about what Tim, Tim Scott did? What, kneeled down to that woman? The No, the one where he was saying he loved, he loved, he just loved Trump. Oh, I love that. That was, I said, Dad, is he a fellow or somebody? Shouldn't he love Trump? Really? Yeah. He can love him if he want to, but all of that. And necessary. if he does like want he to, shouldn't to he? It's, wonder, it's a start into manhood. Baby steps into manhood for Tim Scott. Maybe he'll become an alpha one day. Really? No, I doubt it. But hey, he's about to marry that lady. I want that lady, her children, her ex-husband, or whoever the daddy to the kids she got to yeah. come in and tell them how long they've been dating. They always propping up stuff. I know. And we're too bright. To, yeah, some people too bright to see it. Wait, are you are, are you really speculating that he hasn't dated her very long, or what are you speculating? Did he date her at all? Of course he dated her. <laughs> Maze, mm-hmm. you're you're all into crazy crazy conspiracy theories that William is William is actually white, and Tim Scott didn't actually date this woman whom he's marrying. Well, Mark is not going to like that, James. What? Mark's not going to like what. I don't like it either. It looks weird. So that's what. But that's his weird. business. The whole thing is weird. I would like I'm for not, the kids to say how long they've been dating. I'm not the boss of the world. That's what you want to be. I don't know if I really want to be. Oh, yeah, so, mm-hmm. <laughs> so with that, I, you have a good one. So always remember, blind cannot see, you tell them. The one with eyes that can't see, uh-huh. show them. Blind people with eyes that can see, you show them. Blind people, you tell. And nobody should never come and say, they, somebody told me. Because when you say, somebody told me, I'm your suspect. Oh. You get blind. Okay. So with that, James, you have a good one. Thank you, Maze. Nice talking with you. Okay. Bye. Um, whew. people are t- in the chat where I saw people in the chat were speculating how Hake would look where he bawled. <laughs> um, pretty amusing. Uh, I don't think that I'll ever be full blown bald. Uh, but it is, you know, um, I'm not going to an- say what you know. I'm not going to follow up to you. You know. Uh, somebody else said something that was interesting. Maze loves to gossip. Go figure. Does Maze cook? What are her dishes? Uh, somebody said something in the chat that made me... <laughs> this grown man said, nuh-uh. <laughs> What's up, the blinked one lion? Hey, are you the lion caller? No, I don't think so. Maze is very bright, said Kevin Howe. And then I'll get back to calls. Um, yeah. I finally think I understand what she means by bright. She's just being sarcastic. Because blacks... I saw somebody called black... Uh... Uh... Say something about somebody's bright. And... Oh, they're being sarcastic when they say bright. That's why she me. That's why she's saying bright, meaning the opposite of bright. Because if you are bright, you're actually there's some brightness to you. You can see things. You're somewhat smart in certain ways. That's what bright is. Fresh, somewhat innocent, uh, nice, and that. And now, you know, some, off, very often things will mean the opposite of, of, 
over time, things will mean the opposite of what they actually mean. Because of the way that people use words sarcastically. <laughs> nice. No, she's not talking about bright in color. Shout out to Kick. Hake is on Kick. I got to get to Ian in California. Hey, Ian in California. It's nice to hear from you, man. Hake report. What's up? Never apologize for being white. Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah, I wanted to uh, chime in on the on the topic that Will, William brought up the uh, <clears throat> the uh, uh, women in the military with the new weave and the new braids and the new the hair the hair regulations. Um, I don't think so. So the the first thing I don't when somebody talks about the military a civilian, I believe w- Williams is a civilian, right? I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. So the, when the average c- civilian. <clears throat> excuse me, t- uh, brings it up. They don't, they don't know that, uh, there's, there's specifics to it. Like for, he's probably talking about a new regulation for the army. Cause okay. what, what happens is the, the, if, if any kind of, uh, uh, kind of change happens in the military, no matter the administration or time, well, that does have to do with it, but let's keep it uh, specific. Um, they're always going to, it's always going to be the change of the bigger service. For example, the army. Yeah. Cause we got five branches, six now with that space force. I don't even, I don't know the, you know, how big that, uh, uh, branch is though, but the, the, it's always the biggest branch. So he's probably talking about the army and then the Navy and then the air force. Okay. So those, so those branches, the bigger branches will always take, uh, you know, the new, the new regulation, the new, you know, the new wokeness, they'll always be the first to cater to, because that's what it is. That's, <clears throat> that's all it is. They're just catering to their new recruits, their new numbers. Yeah. And since it's woke, since this administration has woke to, woke, uh, woke it up, or, um, not woke it up, uh, made it woke. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's what it's really doing. They're catering to their to their numbers and they're trying to, you know, they're always trying to push for women. They're always trying to get more women in, even though they will never, uh, I mean, never say never, but there's always going to be a small number of women joining the military. Yeah. That's how it is. Right. And the, and and the generations are so brainwashed. Yeah. So these new, you know, these new, these new kids that are joining these zoomers, they're, they're all, they're all talking to each other, dude. You know, the non-white, um, uh, recruits and the non, you know, um, the non-white, uh, future generation are talking to each other. They're like, yeah, you know, this is what they're, this is how the military's changing. So go ahead and change. Uh, Go ahead and join. Join with the new change, the new hope and change, right? I, it's, it's a shame. It's a really bad, bad shame. Yeah. So like the Marine Corps and the Coast Guard, those are the smallest branches yeah. of the military. They'll, oh, they'll did, be the, la- they'll be the last ones. What? Yeah. They'll be the last to, uh, to go to co- take up on this, like, to go SJW. What's that? They'll be the last ones to go SJW because they're the ones who 
are smaller, more elite, more manly. Yeah, especially the Marine Corps. The Marine Corps, dude, the Marine Corps, they don't really, if they do become woke at all, yeah. it, 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 it won't be as big, and it'll be smaller in numbers. Because the Marine Corps doesn't deal, deal with that, dude. The, the Marine Corps doesn't tolerate what change. Like, they'll, they'll, you know. You know, there's, like, I heard that the um, recruitment is really bad among whites. White recruitment is way low. And uh, those are the ones who disproportionately are in, the like, the special forces and the really elite high-skill, high, uh, high-bravery just the ones who do most of the key work, if there is any key work that the gov- that the uh, military branches do. Yeah, those. Yeah, those uh, special forces of every of every unit or yeah. of every branch will uh, is mostly white. Yes, predominantly yeah. white, and they don't they don't deal with all that either because right. they're they're the they're the they're the. Um, they're the element within the element. Like they're, you know, they're the smallest um, elements. The, the cream of the within, crop. <laughs> yeah, within each branch. Yeah. yeah. Like you have to, dude. It's super hard. Yeah. <laughs> to get into every branch's special force. That's super awesome. Hard. Yeah. Like the like the turn turn the turnout rate, the graduation rate are super small, super small. That's cool. Yeah. So, uh. Much respect to those people, even though, even though very often those guys end up being quite liberal oftentimes, or, uh, you know, not, not off the deep end liberal, but, you know, quite liberal is pretty off the deep end. But they still, you know, like, a la, who's that, who's that rhino with the patch, the eye patch, a la that guy, you know, that's what I mean by liberal. Oh yeah, well he's a politician, so he's yeah, he's he's done total phony. He's, he's been he's been uh... Crenshaw, Dan Crenshaw. Yeah, so he he and he's out of it. He doesn't he can now he's just playing along with the game of what he's the, his current job was just to be a phony politician. Unfortunately, it's not really his job, but he thinks it is apparently. Terrible. Yeah, the, yeah. He's he is he still is he still. In politics? I don't know. I haven't seen much from him lately, but I presume so. I haven't really heard otherwise that I can remember. He is an American politician, former U.S. Navy SEAL, uh, Texas's second congressional district, uh, married, 39 years old. I didn't know that he's only 39. Uh, and blah, blah, blah. He, he needs to get groiped again. Nah. <laughs> Shout yeah. out to the groipers. Yeah. So whatever, uh, interesting man, but it's 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 going to affect those co- those areas too. I bet you know because unless something turns around, like a Trump, because the generals are lamos too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> nice to hear from you, Ian, in California. I hope all is going well with you. Yes. Uh, well, it's. You know, <laughs> so far so good. It's going. It's going. Uh, it's going. I'm still. You know, I'm. I'm still in. Uh, in this uh, dumpster fornia, as I like to say. 
California. Well, chin up, King. Chin up. So, <laughs> yeah. You at peace in the hell called California? I'm trying to be. Well, right on, man. Stay with prayer. I'm it's, to be. it's always been cool seeing you uh, when you're able to come down and uh, appreciate you, man. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I still listen. I'm still staying loyal to you. My loyalty uh, lays with you, so. That's cool. Even, even though I haven't been calling in, I, I've just been. Uh, no worries. I've still been listening. But uh, shout out to Mark real quick, too, your, your caller. Your, uh, yeah. Shout out to the, him. Uh, the race realist, as I like <laughs> to call us. Yeah. And, and Mays gave him, you know, decent advice that, not that he has to change along with the world the way that the world is changing, but to accept that the world is going to be evil and be at peace within, in the midst of the evil world. That's what I, that's what I would, uh, my hope for my fellow whites who are distraught at the, at the evil attack on the whites, you know? And on yeah. the Christians. The, just an evil takeover. It's crazy. <laughs> nice, yeah, well, man. We should be doing, we should be taking the avenues like JLP says. He's like, you guys got to start speaking up. There are ways to do things yeah. without, without letting your anger show. Like politics, like as, as bad as the system is against us, right. it doesn't mean you can't, it doesn't mean you can't get involved in it. Like, you know, starting out small, city council, a school board, board of directors. Yeah, I mean that that is there. That option is there. True. Yep. Indeed. That's true, man. You people can be people can run. They don't have to. They don't have to be loud mouths spouting off, cutting cutting burning their bridges. They can be more. They can be wiser, wise as serpents, but innocent as doves. Nice, Mark. I mean, nice, uh, Ian in California. I wish you well, man. Call yeah, me again sometime. For, <clears throat> thanks again. <clears throat> I'll, I'll call in soon. All right. That sounds great. Take care. All right. Bye. You know, before I get back to calls, I saw this, uh, I listened slash watched, listened to slash watched this whole little, um, maybe like a half hour speech that Tucker Carlson, he is a competitor, formerly of Fox News. You guys familiar with him? He spoke in Canada. He called himself secretly Canadian. Hey, shout out to the secretly Canadian. Uh, he was speaking up in Toronto and he said it's Ottawa. No, Ottawa. It's not actually Ottawa. It's Ottawa. Per the American Indians. I mean, the Canadian Indians or whatever. So-called First Nation. Nice. And he said he made some great points about the politeness of the Canadians and shout out to the Canadian listeners and callers and viewers and haters and lovers, people who love I don't mean that kind of... Never mind. He spoke about how Canada is being taken over by... He calls it fascist. I don't know. But he... Let's replace fascist with evil. And uh, oppressive government, right? 
he was talking about evil, oppressive government. There used to be a more masculine, evil, oppressive government that would uh, just openly march their military through the streets. And it was simple and agree with us or we'll kill you type stuff or throw you in jail. And now we have a effeminate, feminine more type of evil called these lame communist socialist, commie capitalist, rhino, Democrat, and whatever they have up in Canada here in the Anglosphere, in the Anglosphere, which is the Ang- English-speaking countries, the English, the ones that came from England, America, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, and the United Kingdom, England. Nice. Shout out to the English. Our English brothers and the foreigners over there, too, who are taking over the country. Or the people with foreign false values. Of, not of freedom of speech, you know? Uh, they have, like, Justin Trudeau types. And it's not just Trudeau. They have Obama types. A whole apparatus. Um, very unchristian, not normal white uh, people in there, running with their false values. Oh, we need to protect you. Oh, this is for your protection. Oh, we need hate speech laws. So we'll hate speech laws. Now, now, speak nicely. And they're imposing this false politeness. And the polite people are falling for it. And complying. And... Some of, them are, some of them are not seeing what's going up, going on. Some of them do see and are distraught and are angry at what's going on or are fearful of what's going on. And none of it is good. So Tucker was encouraging. Isn't that interesting? Tucker, too, said it's female evil. Rather than a ma- the masculine op- out in the open evil, it's female o- evil. They'll kill you. They will um, throw you in jail. But it'll be for your protection. Oh, we're arresting you for your protection. You don't want to wear a mask. You don't want to uh, get a vax. You don't want to. Um, you don't. You don't want to stay home. Rather than go outside and get some exercise in the fresh air during the China virus, get arrested. It's for your protection. Dumb. That happened in California. Somebody was paddleboarding, out in the beach. Nothing more healthful for you. When you're at the beach out on the water, then to be out in the water in the open air. But then, no, they arrest you. Ridiculous. So I encourage them to speak up, and, and, but do it not with fear and not with uh, turning people off, popping off at the mouth, but in your polite way, but firm and steadfast. It was a nice uh, statement, speech thing. From Tucker Carlson. Shout out to that guy. I didn't know that he was part Canadian. Secretly. <laughs> and, and I also like the point that he said that it was not just uh, Trudeau. Because it's not. Just like the people who say, oh, it's Obama. No, this came long before Obama and it's going to extend long after Obama. And Obama's just kind of a figurehead. A useful idiot, a blind leader of the blind. False leader of the blind, you know? It's been happening probably since, you know, forever. Evil, evil has always been with us. 
ever since the serpent in the garden. Let me get to, speaking of Canada, Michael in Canada is on the line. How are you doing, Michael? All as well. Nice. Uh, I got something for those uh, quote-unquote African-American. And by the way, there's a lot of Creole people over, uh, around here in Montreal, uh-huh. in Canada. And they're black as it can get, so I don't know what May's talking about. <laughs> and when I hear William talking, I'm white, and I know when someone is black. Nice. Way talking. Yep. He's black for sure. So William from California is black for sure, says for Michael sure. in Canada. Eat that, Maze. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha. And I want to apologize first because sometimes I re-listen to myself when I, uh, I'm calling it. And um, I take notice that sometimes uh, I, I speak over you. So I just want to apologize for that. I got low skills in listening. <laughs> right on, man. No worries. Thank you for uh, checking checking yourself on that. That's cool. And um, so for the blacks that think that they are African, uh-huh. I work with a lot of African people at my job. Uh-huh. And uh, I told them, do you think that black Americans are African? He said, no. Okay. And then I asked him, if you were in the elevator with three black Americans, will, will you be afraid for your life? Yeah. He said, hell yes. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> True. So that's for you, uh, black Americans. You're not African, and they don't consider your, you African. Yup, that's so true. JLP has made this and point that if you, you, yeah, if you went to Africa, they would consider you American. Uh, yeah, and they go do to the same thing that they do to the white people that going there. They go uh, rob your money, take everything that you get, but not rob it right in, right in your hands. But they they gonna sell you things way way. Um, pricey that they really are, you know, because they think we are, we get a lot of money because we, we're from America. Wow. So don't think that you're African, right? And uh, I want to uh, say, you know Nina Simone? Say it again? black uh, singer from the 60s, I think. What's the name? Nina Simone. Nina. Nina oh, Simone. Nina. Oh, yes. Nina Simone. Nina Simone. Yeah. Yep. She went to Africa two years, I think. Okay. But she never said why she came back to America or she moved back to Paris. Because she knew it was all crap. <laughs> <laughs> she made a story in his mind that Africa was so beautiful and so good. When she got there, she understood that it was all crap. Oh, uh, really? Is that true? <laughs> I'm sure they never talked about it. But okay. how is that? I mean, in search of okay, this is from GuernicaMag.com. Nina Simone in Liberia. The singer went to Africa. She said, uh, according to her, she went to Africa in search of peace or a husband or maybe a feeling of home. And then she left. uh, I don't know. Anyway, 
Interesting. We don't really talk about why she left. Right. Because all the narrative will be broke. You know, she was uh, big with the civil rights movement uh, and all that. Where is she? She sang some good songs. I like a deep-voiced oh, woman. I like Nina Simone. Yeah, I, me too. I, I like it. Yep. <laughs> Not for, just for the context. Right. Know? Yeah, of course. And for the last caller who said that uh, he lived in California, dumb California, I don't know what, what he said. Really? I think no he was saying that California world, is is hell or communist or something like that. Yeah, but whatever. I'm from Canada, man. I live it where, where, way, way harder than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Canada is pretty uh, bad. Yeah, but don't worry, man. In terms no of the government. where you are in the world, if you're not in peace with yourself, you'll be live with the world and the world will kill you. Yeah. You, you, you will never know why, you know? That's why all these wars going on. Yeah. Like Jesse said, you, you ask, ask those people, why are you doing this? They don't even know. Yep. So be at peace in, with yourself, and no matter where you are in the world, it's you and your family only, and God. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, yeah. I Sorry, I'm laughing because I'm reading chat, but, uh, but they're still talking about me <laughs> liking a deep-voiced woman, Nina, <laughs> Nina Simone. Somebody says, yeah, yeah, yeah. with an Adam's well, apple. Really good at singing. Well, She's really good at singing, but you you make not, not really. She was better at the piano. Oh, okay. Uh, at first, at first she was bad at singing, but the people who was working with her tell her you need to sing because nobody will listen to your song. Oh, yeah. If you don't sing, so she forced herself to sing, but she's not. Uh, she was not that type of uh, singer. She was more uh, a musician. Okay. But but anyway. Nice. Uh, do you want a re uh, real fast a fun fact about uh, uh, French Canadian? Sure. Do you know that we swear our swear word words like uh, the f word and all that? It's all from the church. Oh really? So the Calis, the tabernacle. We all say that when we angry and we swear. <laughs> so you use so taber you use like a, a word for tabernacle. Tabernacle. Uh, I will say it to cuss? once, but it's not a good word, okay? But okay. I, will, I will say it once. Tabernacle. That means that's a, that's a swear word. <laughs> what? Uh, the Kalis, the all those all of those things is, are swear words over here. I feel like I've heard American Anchor Baby mention this before. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Uh, that's interesting, funny, man. man. Nice. And I want to say. Uh, I will hang up right now, but okay. the next time I will call you. You remember about Jose Logo, the non-Mexican, French-Canadian, uh, who spoke bad about Trump, this evil lady? Okay. All right. I, I vaguely remember. You, you, remember you mentioned you mentioned her before, right? Yeah, but next time I'll call, I'll get another one for you. She talked about Biden this time. And you'll see the contrast, the... Um, between Trump and Biden over here. It's crazy. Okay. <laughs> From so, the same uh, woman, huh? Hey, have a nice day, man. Ike. All right, you Talk too, to man. You. All right, bye. What, uh, Michael in Canada with a little bit of wisdom. That's cool. I like it anyway. <laughs> I am remiss. Carver is right. I am remiss in not reading the Super Chats. Oh, my goodness. Terrible. From yesterday, even. Renesio. Renesio. Bought a coffee. This is a haiku, which is like a 
I don't know, is that a Japanese poem or something? For Mr. James Hake, enjoy the coffee. This is a haiku. For Mr. James Hake, enjoy the coffee. And I don't know what a haiku is. I used to somewhat know it had a certain number of syllables, three lines, uh, syllables per line or something like that, such and such, and then such and such more, and then such and such less. Nice. Thank you, Renesio. This is a haiku. For Mr. James Hake, enjoy the coffee. Isn't that nice? Haikus are popular with the Reddit bros, or the, those ilk. Shout out to the Reddit bros. Hake is. Someone bought a coffee for the people that, you mean people who, have a problem with black people's hair and the way it grows slash looks. Why don't you go to the top of a mountain and cuss God and tell him he made a mistake when he created it that way, says this someone with a coffee. And they said it, they typed it just that sassily. Tell him that you know better than he does. Whoa. Shots fired at the critics of the uh, people who, uh, who criticize, the critics of the people who wear their hair all wild to make a black, pro-black statement. I'm shaking my head. There's a billion dollar industry that mainly black people are customers to to change hair that God made so you can look pleasing, quote unquote, to somebody else. It doesn't take much. It doesn't take much. You don't have to spend much money. I, I don't spend much money at all cutting my hair. I cut it myself. I know other people around here who cut their hair themselves and they're black. By the way, um, Joel Friday says Creoles are typically lighter skinned than he. Than he is. And I'm afraid to read Nick's uh, <laughs> statements, but catch the American Anchor Baby at 4 p.m. today. Roughly, right? American Anchor Baby. Oh, let me type this to you. Nick, see if that works. Yeah, Joel. Yeah. Um, Carver bought a coffee. So if it's a simulation... Oh, let me read these coffees in response to CJ. So if it's a simulation and all the devil science was wrong, I guess it's not a globe anymore. Oh, it's flat for you until you see that it's a ball. How about that? How about that? Based unity between the ball tards and the chat tards. <laughs> I disavow the use of the term tard. Shout out to the R-worded, which may or may not include Hake. I feel like I'm a... Is Hake a midwit? Am I a midwit? Upper midwit class? I feel like I'm upper midwit class. Truck driver bought a coffee. Senor James, what a terrible caller CJ is. He believes we went to the moon. Dinosaurs, the globe, and Santa Claus. With an E at the end. Well, he said Santa Claus. What do they all have in common? I will let him figure that one out. Dinosaurs are cool. Don't take away my dinosaurs or my globe. I want to get a globe for myself. A really nice one. But I really appreciate this flat earth that you guys gave me. Or that Shosugino gave to me. It's cool. With the firmament. Uh, and Santa Claus with an E. It's no E at the end of Santa Claus. But Saint Niklaus was indeed a real man. I think. And the moon is so cool. Dinosaurs too. 
and the globe and Santa Claus was probably not as fat as they make him. Let me double check. Shall I open the treasure chest since I'm here? Yeah, let's open it. Oops. Distributing the rewards. <laughs> Boom. Nice. Uh, shout out to 555-555-565 for the lemons. Thank you, man. Did, but did I mispronounce haiku? <laughs> okay. Man. I don't think I have time for much of anything else. So let me just briefly tell you. I do have a little bit of time, though. Let me briefly tell you that about this Kyle hater. Ain't Scary Larry posted on X that there's, well, he posted, I guess, like a screenshot of something going on. There's this lawsuit against Kyle, Jack Bauer, John Wick, Rittenhouse. He posts, Ain't Scary Larry is like a male who's a liberal and hates Trump and stuff like that. Hates the Second Amendment and just a lame-o. On X, Twitter. I hope the lawsuit against Kyle Rittenhouse absolutely destroys him. Wow. Sounds like a little bit of vindictiveness. So we never hear from this murdering little beep again. Oh, and then he, he posted this meme. This meme. Where, you know, you check the boxes. It's a captcha. Captcha? Captcha? Captcha meme? Where... Uh, Click all boxes that display a double murderer, and every single box has a picture of Kyle, Jack Bauer, John Wick, Rittenhouse on it. Double murderer, because he showed up at a uh, he showed up with his rightful Second Amendment right to bear arms, carry awesome guns, own and carry awesome guns, and he carried an awesome gun, and he defended himself from people who had no business being out there. You can argue that he had no business being out there. But the people who really had no business being out there were the people protesting, the Black Lives Matter protesters slash Antifa uh, rioters. Scum of the earth. Had no business being there. Victim-minded people pretending that that guy who um, got himself shot in the back deserved a protest on his behalf. And now he's, unfortunately, I guess, you know, I pity him a little bit because I'm a beta uh, I think he's paralyzed, Jacob Blake. But he brought that on himself. He truly did. So, yeah. uh. Oh, this Ain't Scary Larry guy said, How many mass shootings are there per day? Multiple. How many are carried out by by blank wads with AR-15s? Almost all of them. So this guy doesn't even know the He doesn't even know the facts. This has been the Hake Report. I gotta end. Catch Frog Eyes Friday! Silence, but for the gentle tinkling of the flowing creek from the 2004 album Ego Scriptor. Adios, America. Bye. <laughs> I'll put your rock and roll hands in the goddamn bricks and oh, put your rock and roll hands in the goddamn burning sand oh, two paddles in the water and two, two paddles in the water. Put your rock and roll hands in the goddamn burning sand oh, put your rock and roll hands in the goddamn burning sand oh. 
America. Bye.